Welcome to the Business Bites Podcast, the podcast for busy entrepreneurs. Whether you're an online entrepreneur or seeking after brick and mortar success, this podcast brings you quick bites of content so you can learn and grow anywhere you are. Now here's your host, Rachel Brainke. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the Business Bites Podcast. I am your host, Rachel Branke. This week, we are going to talk a little bit about affiliate disclosures, affiliate links, receiving of products, receiving of services. And oftentimes, this subject matter is fairly confined to the discussion of online influencers or blogs. But I want you guys to expand your minds beyond those types and also think about those of you that are out there who are selling to local products and services who are doing businesses with other local businesses, which if you're not networking with local businesses, you are a brick and mortar or a regional or specific location-based business, you need to be doing it. So this episode is extremely important for you to get in and get to know other businesses in your areas, but to make sure that you are doing the proper legal things that you need to do. So fundamentally, the entire idea of this podcast, of this episode, and the whole idea of affiliate link disclosures, and I'm going to say affiliate link, but we can also sub in for whenever we receive products or services, is that you need to disclose all this information to your audience or your customers, okay? All of this is regulated by the Federal Trade Commission, and the whole point of it is so that it can protect consumers. The idea is that we want consumers to receive recommendations from influencers or from you in the local area who may be doing business with a local spa and all of a sudden you're recommending their one hour hot stone massage, but they want to protect the consumers so the consumers know that you receive some benefit for providing this recommendation or for putting an affiliate link in your blog post or your website or your social media post. But before I get into that, let me kind of define what each of these are for you guys. Affiliate links are when you have a specific URL and it's attached to a program. One of the most common ones out there is like Amazon. Individuals can share links to the, through this Amazon affiliate program and it's a unique URL. And essentially what it does is it gives commission to the individual that shared the link when you click on it and make a purchase. Okay, so the disclosure there would be that it's an affiliate link, that the person sharing the link is going to be receiving some benefit for it. In a non-web-based situation where this could come into play is if maybe you're getting paid to make recommendations or you're going to receive referral fees for the recommendations that you make to a local business. Maybe you're like a photographer and you've been working with a local hair salon or spa. Um, You have to let the consumers know that you're gonna be receiving a monetary or other type of benefit for your recommendation. Like I said, this can happen online, offline. We just need to make sure that we are in line with all of the proper things that we need to do so that we don't get in trouble. Now, as I walk through this, I may say affiliate link and I might expand it out a little bit, but so that I'm not redundant, you guys just know that all of what I'm going to talk about applies to whether it's online or it's in person. You're just going to have to use your entrepreneurial brains and figure out what is the best 
uh, way that it's going to apply to you. So for example, let's say you have an online blog or social media presence and you are linking affiliate links. Again, that's the custom URL that you're going to receive a benefit from if somebody purchases through you. doesn't necessarily even have to be monetary benefits. And I think that's what's key in this entire discussion here. We have affiliate links, the unique URL that we just talked about, and that's typically commission-based. Or maybe when you're recommending a local business or somebody else, you may receive a kickback. Another way is that you may be receiving products and then you're promoting it. Well, anytime you receive a product or a service, you also need to disclose it as well. So the number one thing that you guys need to take away from this episode is that you need to disclose any of this. For affiliate links, it's relatively easy. You need to place the disclosures in an obvious place. Now, this is putting it as close to the affiliate link as possible. So, for example, let's say you do a social media update and it's fairly confined to that one specific link, that one product that you're maybe wanting to promote on Amazon. You need to either identify it through putting words like affiliate link or sponsored or paid content or something to that effect, depending on whatever the benefit you're going to receive from that link may be. You need to put that into your update. Now, what if you're going to put it onto a blog post, but you have a ton of affiliate links? This happens really common when it comes around Black Friday. You know, it probably is best practice. Best, best practice is not always the only practice, though. Best practice would be to identify each of the links within a list or a blog in order to make sure they all say affiliate. But you can also place a disclosure in an obvious spot at the very top of the post. The most important thing, and you have to look at this, let's go back to what the whole point in these disclosures are. It is to let the consuming public, the consumers that are either buying through your link or buying from you or buying into whoever you recommend is so that they know that they're being that you're going to receive a benefit right you're the referring party you're going to receive a benefit well we can't do that by hiding disclosures or by burying them down into a blog post. Now, this is where I'm going to call out a couple of people, not by name, but I see many influencers out there who are on Instagram stories or selling about a product and they have a custom affiliate code or they have a swipe up link. And I know that it's an affiliate link because I go and look at it if they don't place the disclosures. It's incumbent upon you to figure out a way to put a disclosure on an Instagram story, use a little text and say that this is going to, this is an affiliate link. Same thing for when it's a social media post or website. Always need to disclose your affiliate link. Same thing. If you're making a recommendation, you're going to get a kickback from a local business. You need to disclose that. And the method that is best for both of these affiliate links or for just simple referrals is to provide the disclosure in the same way that the recommendation was made. What does that mean? All right, well, it's relatively easy. When I have an affiliate link, it's probably delivered in text and because that's a link, right? So you would put your disclosure in text. Now, what can be a little bit more difficult and more abstract when you are recommending to people in person, you want to put your disclosure in the exact same format that you delivered it to them. So, you know, you don't necessarily need to verbally tell them, hey, go talk to Sally Spa, blah, 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 and then hold up a sign with a written disclosure. You can still verbally and should verbally disclose that you're going to receive a benefit out of that. So the first best practice for any of this disclosure stuff is to place a disclosure in an obvious area. And then two is to always make sure that it is in the same format to what it was delivered. 
Now, I think it's really important you guys are really proactive in disclosing. You need to disclose when you've been paid, you need to disclose on each page the link is used, and when you're unsure, disclose about it anyway. Now, here I think this is where we have a lot of misinformation. Oftentimes, influencers or just people in general get so wrapped around the axle thinking, oh my God, you know, I gotta disclose, I'm so worried about it, ah! It's not that difficult. It doesn't have to be like the stone tablet with pigeon's blood, right? You can simply say, hey, I received a product in exchange for this. I still only put things on my blog that I 100% believe in. Here's my review. I didn't have to be all crazy and go, the FTC requires that I disclose. And so I received this and it's going to impact my review. No, you just have to be clear and obvious about your disclosure and put it in the format of what the disclosure, I'm sorry, that the recommendation was also provided. And that's easy, super easy, guys. You don't have to be all crazy about it. Just make sure that it's clear language. You can have a professionally drafted up, lawyer drafted disclosure, or it can be a bit more colloquial like the suggestion that I gave you guys. Be direct. Um, make sure that people understand what you're talking about. Afflink, I think if you are in a field where Afflink, A-F-F space, link is commonly understood, you could get away with that. But if you're maybe uh, blogging for, let's say, mommy bloggers, and they're not business owners, they're not B2B, they're not online entrepreneurs, they're not going to understand what Link means AFF link. They may not even understand what affiliate link means. So you have to consider avoiding any type of niche specific language and think about who it is that you're talking to. Be direct and be clear and remember who it is that you're talking to on your disclosures that you're making. Now, again, affiliate links are one of the easiest ways to do it. Just keep in mind that anytime you're going to receive any benefit, it doesn't have to be money. Oftentimes, as an athlete, I'm provided a lot of products. You know, people reach out and they'll send me stuff all the time and I want to talk about it. Well, even if I'm not getting paid for talking about it, even if I have to return the product, it still is incumbent upon me when I post about it to say, I received a demo of this product and I, this is what I think about it, you know, and I always let my audience know that I'm not going to violate their trust and violate my credibility by simply promoting any products at all that are sent to me for free, but I'm doing the disclosure and I'm doing it in a way that they understand, Hey, she got the product. Here's her review. And here's the end result from that. So just keep in mind for this guys, top things to look for affiliate links where you make commissions, referral fees from business to business. Anytime you're receiving a product or service and you're making a recommendation, disclosures need to be clear, concise, avoid any specific language that your audience may not understand and make sure again, that they're obvious. I think that is one of the biggest keys to this game to making sure that you are not going to get nixed out the door. Oftentimes I get pushback from other influencers that I work with and they go, oh, but I don't want my audience to be polarized because I'm getting paid to promote this. Guess what? They're assuming you're getting paid anyways. They're assuming that you're getting paid whether or not you put the disclosure on there or not. So you may as well do what you have to do by law because you're already going to get attributed this idea that you're already getting paid for it. So stay in line. And as an audience member where I follow a lot of influencers, I follow other businesses, it actually helps me to have better confidence in you guys when I see that you're following the letter of the law. It shows that you respect your audience to be truthful and transparent with them. It shows that you're being uh, respectful and professional to the industry that you're in and just to the laws in general. 
Keep that in mind. You guys can check this out at rachelbrinke.com forward slash POD is the actual podcast if you guys have not checked it out before. I also have a Facebook group you can get into. It's called The Business Bites. We have a lot of great content and things that we talk about there. Some podcast related, some not podcast related. This is episode 72. So the direct link for that is rachelbrinke.com forward slash EPI 72. Go on, disclose, build credibility, and do the right thing. Thanks for joining Rachel on this episode of The Business Bites. For show notes, a list of recommended tools, or referenced episodes, you can find them at businessbitespodcast.com. Until next time.